Today, you are going to be hearing a sermon from one of our ministers here on staff. We hope this word blesses you, and remember that we love and appreciate your time here. Now, let's hear what the Lord has for you today. convincing me that you love God. Can you do better than that? Come on, somebody, give God a big shout of praising glory. Father, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for your grace, your mercy. We thank you for your loving kindness, Lord, and we thank you for what you're about to do this very morning today. Speak to our hearts, speak to our lives, bring deliverance, bring healing, And we pray for your Holy Spirit, God, who will fall upon this place right now. We give you all the honor and all the glory in Jesus' name. Everyone shouts and says, amen, amen. Before you sit down, turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, good to see you. Praise the Lord. Good, good to be here with you all. And... um, Count it a privilege to step in and uh, deliver the word today. And so excited for what God is about to do this entire week, starting tonight at our conference. How many are ready for conference? Like Pastor Sola said, there's only six people that are excited. So let me ask one more time How many are excited for conference? Okay. Six to ten, that will be okay. I'll take that anytime. I want to minister to you today on the topic of our helper. And I really believe as Christians, and not only just Christians, but people today, there's always people that talk about that we all need help. And when you think about life and you think about your life, we come to a place of our lives where you, when you're either going through something, you're facing something, either you're at work or you're at home, maybe you're at church or you're driving alone, we always come to this, this conclusion or this state of mind where I wish somebody can just go ahead and give me a hand. And I understand prayer. I understand that we intercede for prayer. I understand that we come together as a body of believers. We pray for needs. We pray for people. And I do get that. But we're always talking about getting help, trying to get help from either our spouse, our husband, our wife, trying to get help from from our children, getting help from a minister or getting help from a a leader in the church or even help from, from our pastor. And every day we're trying to look for help. And when you begin to think about looking at help and you're looking at a helper and you're looking at that, you got to ask yourself, who have you helped out in the recent time? See, we're always looking for help for us. We're always looking for help to bring direction to our life. And I get that. And that's why we come to church for direction. We get that. But when was the last time that you intercede for somebody? You helped out somebody. And every single day we look for help. And I believe that we have the biggest helper 
on our side, which is our Heavenly Father. Can somebody say amen? And what I want to speak on today is I want to speak on the subject of the Holy Spirit. I really believe with all of my heart uh, that the atmosphere has been set uh, every single day that we walk into this church. Uh, as Pastor Soto said a little while ago, you may have walked into this building a little discouraged. Uh, you may have walked into this building uh, tired uh, with a couple of hours of sleep. Uh, for, but for whatever reason, when you walk in through these doors uh, and the song uh, is sang uh, and the music is going, you begin to feel a shift that's taking place. Uh, that's the Spirit of the Lord. Uh, that is uh, the power of the Holy Spirit uh, that's moving. Uh, and I'm here today to tell you uh, that God is doing his job. Uh, he's doing his job when you walk in through these doors. Uh, the atmosphere is set. Uh, but a lot of times, uh, we as individuals, we can quench uh, the Holy Spirit. We can quench uh, what God is trying to do in our lives. Uh, you can walk out of here bummed out. Uh, you can walk out of this place. Uh, but it's all how you put it. Uh, but I'm here today to tell you, uh, every single day that you walk in this place, uh, I'm here today to tell you, even if you walk out of here upset, uh, mad, or, or mad at the preacher because they preach so hard, uh, I'm here today to tell you, God was in this place, uh, and he's in this place right now. Uh, the Holy Spirit is in this place, uh, but it's all what you do uh, to be able to allow the Holy Spirit to, to direct you. I believe that that God is saying to us uh, that the Holy Spirit is here. And I believe if you reach out to God, uh, he will reach out to you. Uh, he wants to help you. Uh, he wants to bless you. Uh, he is saying, uh, reach out to me uh, and I will reach out to you. Uh, stretch out your hand to me uh, and I'll stretch out my hand to you. Uh, and I'm here today to tell you uh, how many are ready uh, to tap into the presence of God. Uh, how many of you tonight, uh, this morning, uh, are ready to, to tap into the Holy Spirit? We need to partner with God. Turn your Bibles over to the book of John, chapter 15. John, chapter 15, verse 26 and 27. It says these words, but... When the helper, this is out of the New King James Version, it says, when, when the helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, you will testify of me. And you will also bear witnesses because you have been with me from the beginning. When Jesus is doing here, what Jesus is doing here to his disciples, he is preparing them. He is starting to fulfill what God had called him to do. He is preparing their destiny. He is preparing their disciples uh, to get along with each other uh, and also begin to understand uh, that there's going to be a time that I will not be walking with you. There's going to be a time that I will not be with you. Uh, Big Daddy is going to go into heaven. Uh, Big Daddy is going to go away. Uh, and when I go away, uh, what are you going to do uh, when I'm not around? Uh, and what he's preparing them to do uh, 
is this. He's preparing them to let them know that uh, when I'm gone, there's going to be somebody with you. Uh, there's going to be a power that's within you. Uh, when you're not here, uh, when I'm not here, uh, there's going to be something greater uh, than me walking around this earth with you. Uh, and I'm here today to tell you uh, that no matter if you're not in church uh, and you're not here with a hundred, two hundred, five hundred people and the worship team is not here, uh, you're just as strong uh, as you are uh, when you're standing uh, here with believers, uh, when you're at home uh, and you're in your workplace, uh, in your closet. Uh, I'm here today to tell you uh, Jesus is with you. The Spirit of God is with you. Uh, and when you have the Holy Spirit uh, and the Holy Ghost in you, uh, no devil in hell uh, or person uh, can come against you. Uh, and that's how you got to walk. Uh, you got to walk and know uh, that the power of God is with you. Uh, come on. Uh, I know I'm preaching to a church uh, that's full of the Holy Ghost uh, with the presence of God. Uh, you see, I didn't come to a dead church. Uh, I came to a church uh, that's living. Uh, that's what we're called. Uh, living word. Uh, not dead word. Uh, we're the living word church. Uh, and you need to be stirred up uh, in your spirit of knowing that God is with you. He's teaching them. For the helper, the Holy Spirit, he's telling someone to come after him and watch them. And Jesus calls it the helper. John chapter 16, verse 5 and 8. It says, but now I go away to him who sent me. And none of you asks me, where are you going? But because I said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send them to you. Thank be to God that Jesus sent a helper after us. Because every single day that I walk out of my house, every single day that I wake up I need the presence of God in my life with the presence of God the helper in me makes me a better husband a better dad a better individual if you try to walk out of your house without the Holy Spirit and you say I don't need you Jesus something is wrong with you I'm here today to tell you that we need the presence of God in this place in your life and here we begin to see what God is about to do. Jesus is telling his disciples, look it, you are going to be better when I'm gone. The helper will help you. It will advantage you. They will do greater things, more things than they ever did when they walked with Jesus. We see in the book of Acts, we know the book of Acts, without Jesus physically on earth they were to accomplish way more than when Jesus was walking with them but they didn't understand this 
And a lot of times we don't understand this. A lot of times we don't understand uh, this. And uh, uh, it's like uh, those of you who have uh, kids uh, and children, uh, babies, when you're trying to help them swim, you're like, uh, they have their floaties on. And you're like, go ahead, just go, go. You're going you're gonna to be okay. But no, 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 they're worried. Uh, but the moment that you let go of them and they start dog pedaling, uh, they begin to realize, I don't need you. Uh, you see, I'm here today to tell you. Uh, some of you uh, are hanging on uh, too much uh, where Jesus is saying uh, step out in faith uh, and know that I am with you. Uh, step out into the water uh, and know that I am with you. Uh, stop crying what you don't God. Uh, stop crying uh, that you don't see things taking place. Uh, know that the Spirit is with you. Uh, know that the power of God is with you uh, and test out the faith that you have in God. God wants to do great things through the Holy Spirit. He has empowered you and I. Quickly, I want to speak to you about a couple of things today. And the first thing is, he wants to help you be at the right place, the right time, and with the right people. I knew for a fact that the moment that I walked into the place, to this church, that I walked into the right place, it was at the right time, and it was with the right people. Did you ever feel like that when you walked into this building? Wow, I'm scared. <laughs> well, for me and Raul, he's shaking his head like that is the truth because that's how I felt. I walked in this place, and I knew I was at the right place. I knew it was at the right time, and I knew it was with the right people. Uh, these three things uh, that I believe that God wants to be with us uh, at all time. Uh, I believe that Jesus has guided you to this church. Uh, you're not here by accident. Uh, you're not here by coincidence. Uh, it was the Spirit of the Lord that drew you in this place. Uh, it was the Spirit of the Lord uh, that opened these doors for you to walk in. Uh, so if you walked in here for the very first time and you're saying, who's this guy screaming and spitting and shouting? I'm here today to tell you uh, it was the Spirit of the Lord that drew you in this place. Uh, the power of God brought you to this place at the right time with the right people uh, because these people that are here today love God, uh, care about God. That's where you're supposed to clap. Uh, I'm talking about you. John chapter 16 verse 13 says, but when he, the spirit of truth, this is out of the amplified version, the truth giving spirit comes, he will guide you into all the truth, the whole, the full truth, for he will not speak his own message on his own authority, but he will tell you wherever he hears from the father, he will give you the message that he has given to you. And he will announce and declare to you things that are to come that will happen in the future. That's what the Holy Spirit does. It takes you into the right place. How many know that you could be at the right place, but at the wrong time? You could be at the right place, the right time, but the wrong people. 
But I believe that as we begin to step into this uh, this revival that God has given us and uh, this, uh, this 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 re- this uh, conference that we're about to go into, uh, God is drawing you into the right place, into the right people, and the right time. And the second thing that we have to understand, the Holy Spirit will guide you into truth. It's good to know this because we live in a strange world. Can somebody say amen to that? We live in a world where Everyone wants to make up their own rules, make up their own rules in church, uh, weird religions, all types of things. uh, And thank God that the Bible tells us uh, how we should live, what we should live by. The Bible is the truth. The Bible is uh, the direction of our lives. uh, And we read read earlier that the spirit of truth comes uh, and it will guide us. uh, It will take us into a next destination of life. And this is what's so very important of the Holy Spirit because it will guide you into the truth. It's the word of God that tells us what to do and what not to do. It's black and white. It's simple. And this is why so many of us get upset of what God is trying to tell us what to do. Or if I can honestly be sad is that a lot of times we get upset at the pastor or minister because they're preaching the truth. If you're going to be mad at anybody, be mad at God. Why did it get really quiet on that? <laughs> we see in 1 John chapter 5, verses 1 through 8, you could read on that on your own, but where it talks about keeping his commandments, his commandments. And it says, if you love him, you will keep his commands You begin to understand that the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, these three things, uh, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit, uh, understand that the Holy Spirit will never lead you or guide you that will violate the Word of God. Uh, The only way that you violate the Word of God is when you twist the Word of God. Oh, God told me to go after her. God told me to go into that bar. It's getting really quiet. I was, the truth. Understand that the Holy Spirit is what has kept so many of us here. This is what I love about our church. Our church is a spirit-led church. Only one person believes that. I really believe that our church is a spirit-led church. It is. What admires me about my pastor, what admires me about our pastor, he is a praying pastor, a man of God, always praying, always seeking God. Man, every time I see him pray, I say, God, that's how I want to model my life. And uh, I'm here today to tell you, I have a prayer life, but man, I want to be like he is. I want to model my life after that. I'm here today to tell you, that's the passion that you need to have. Uh, You see, some of you get scared when you see pastor walk through that, that hallway. Some of you see him, and you're like, I'm going the other way. 
And I'll tell you why. Because the Holy Spirit is within him and he can see right through you. He's better than the Avengers. Uh, he's better than any superhero because man, he knows when you're mad. He knows when you just had a fight with your wife. He knows everything. I'm like, man, how in the world? The who told him? Let me see your phone, girl. Did you just text him? But that's what the Holy Spirit does. If you have kids and you want to know what your kids are doing, Holy Spirit will lead you. I don't know how many times I walked in the house. I'm a PK kid. I grew up in church. Well, I know when I used to walk home, walk inside the doors, my mom and dad knew exactly who I was hanging around with. And there wasn't no social media back then. So ain't nobody put me on their story or anything like that. They knew my story already. That's what the Holy Spirit does. It'll guide you. The third thing is the Holy Spirit will warn you and protect you. God, that's what I love about the Holy Spirit. It will, God, it will warn you and it will protect you. Some of you get mad that it does that. You're like, leave me alone, devil. It ain't the devil. It's the Holy Spirit. We see that in the book of Mark, chapter 16. Verse 15 through 18, the Holy Spirit is a is appropriate part of the blessings that Jesus left us with this helper to be filled with the Holy Spirit. It's a blessing. It is a blessing. I grew up in a home that that's all my mom and dad did was pray. If you go to my mom's house, she's praying. She's cooking dinner. She's praying. I mean, she prayed all the time. It's like, do you ever do anything else than pray? <laughs> but thank God she did because this is why I'm here. <laughs> and you know what? I realize that every joke that I've said and prayed, I catch myself. I pray all the time too. I, I make up songs. I just make up worship songs. I, I should write songs with you one day because they're pretty good sometimes. My wife's like, no, they're not. <laughs> but why do you need to pray in the spirit? Why do you got to do this? Because it protects you. It helps you. It warns you not to turn that way, go that way. Warns you not to walk in the break room at this time because they're not talking godly stuff. They'll tell you what to do. The Holy Spirit will do that. It's like a father. I told you many times I used to get mad at my dad and my mom. I want to go to my friend's house. I want to, no. No. No, you're not going to go. I'm like, oh, forget you. You're the devil. <laughs> but I realized that the Holy Spirit right there was telling him not to send his child into danger. That's what the Holy Spirit will do to you. He will warn you, protect you from walking into something that can ruin your destiny, that ruin uh, your, your purpose for your life. Lastly, 
So I'd like to talk about the Holy Spirit wants to help us, help you and I pray a perfect prayer. And you say, is there ever a perfect prayer? Yes, when you're filled with the Holy Spirit. When you're, when you're praying in tongues. When you don't even know what to pray about, you pray in tongues. When you don't have enough words to ever speak again, you pray in the power of the Holy Spirit. When you say, God, I am messed up, I'm tore up, I can't get words out of my mouth, uh, that's what the spirit of the other language will do. When you pray and you seek God uh, and you begin to shout to God and you begin to, to pray in other tongues, uh, you may look like a weirdo, uh, you may look like a lunatic, uh, but you don't feel like a lunatic and you don't feel like a weirdo but when you begin to speak uh, in the other language uh, in the Holy Spirit uh, something uh, begins to move uh, something begins to burst in your life uh, something begins to take place in your life uh, and that's what I'm talking about in the perfect prayer uh, when you begin to exercise that the more we speak in tongues uh, the more uh, of this uh, begin uh, you begin to experience the power of God uh, and God will elevate you and take you somewhere. Praying in tongues is a weapon against any works of the enemy. When you pray in tongues, uh, you are just not being different. Uh, when you pray in tongues, the Bible says uh, that you're praying uh, at the moment of knowing uh, that God is about to do something in the supernatural. Uh, and I'm here today to tell you, uh, when was the last time uh, that you prayed in tongues uh, like you never prayed in tongues? Uh, when was the last time uh, that you shouted to God, uh, man, uh, like never before? Uh, when was the last time that you cried out to God? Uh, was it the last time that you went through something, through a storm? Uh, I'm here today to tell you uh, that the moment that God uh, gave you that gift, uh, you need to exercise it uh, every single day, uh, every moment that you wake up, uh, every single time that you go to bed, uh, you need to exercise that gift. As the worship team makes their way up, I love the fact that the book of Mark chapter 16, verse 15 through 18 says, And when he told them, go into the world and preach the good news to everyone. Everyone who believes and is baptized will be saved. These miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. They will cast out demons in my name. They will speak in new language. They will be able to place hands, their hands on the sick, and they will be healed. Jesus proclaims this several times. And I'm here today to tell you that God has empowered you with the power and the authority. You don't need to be afraid of the enemy. You don't need to be afraid of the kukui. I'm here today to tell you that when the power of God is over you, you can walk out of this place saying, where are you my giant? Where are you my mountain? I have the power of God in me. Go ahead. Shoot your best shot. You should have took me out a long time ago. But this gift, this power that I have within me, oh, man, when you have that in 
you. You can go ahead and say, man, I know I'm victorious. That's the church who we are. Oh, man. We only went from seven to nine. I said, this is the church that we are. I love this. As you stand to your feet, look what the word of God says in the book of Acts. Book of Acts, chapter 2, verse 1 through 4 says these words. On the day of the Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. This place, I believe, right now. We're in that place. Suddenly there was a sound from heaven like a roaring of a mighty windstorm. And it filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames, of, flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each and one of them. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. Church, I believe with all of my heart that as we begin to enter in our second conference of the year, I believe with all of my heart uh, that this conference, this second conference is setting something up for, for us for a great revival. We're already sensing it. We're already seeing it. But in order for that to take place, uh, we need a church that's burning uh, with the fire that's within us. Uh, we need a church uh, that's going to make thunder when we worship. Uh, we need to begin to exercise uh, the faith and the power that God has given us. Uh, and we need to be a little bit louder than the golf clap that you're giving. Uh, you need to be a little bit more louder. You ain't chasing any cat around, but you got to shout uh, of knowing uh, that the power of God is within you. You got to be able to be stirred up in your heart of knowing that we are a praying church. That the moment that you walk out of that chair, the moment that you walk out of your aisle, uh, you are healed. Uh, that you are set free from any addiction, uh, from anything that's taking place in your life. And what tonight, this morning, what we want to do, we want to pray, our, us, our pastors, we want to pray for anybody in this room today. Maybe you've never been filled with the Holy Spirit. Or maybe you lost it. Maybe you need a double portion of the Holy Spirit in your life. Like, Pastor, you know what? I tried it a lot of times. It just doesn't come out. I, I don't know how to do it. I'm here today to tell you uh, it may sound funny to you. It may seem weird to you. But in, it's a heavenly language. Uh, when God hears you and when you begin to speak it, uh, God goes, that's my child. That's my daughter. That's my son. Go ahead. Release it. And today we want to pray the fire down today. You okay with that? 
it just seems like you got real dignified right now. You were shouting, you were screaming a little while ago. And let me tell you something. You know what's taking place right now? Fear. The enemy's telling you right now, you can't be filled with the power of God. You're not right. You're not, you, you can't do that. It's only for good people. That's only for, for people like preachers like you and Pastor, you know, Soto and Pastor Anthony. That's only for those types of people. No, 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 no. You can walk into conference uh, praying in tongues. Pastor Ruben, when we, when we show up to Bakersfield, man, Pastor Ruben's going to be like, man, what's going on with my church? They're praying in tongues. You can walk into work tomorrow. Pray by your boss's cubicle. If you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit or you need to reignite that Holy Spirit today, I want you just to get out of your chair right now. Who's going to be the bold one right now to set it forward right now? Come on. I know there's more of you. You need it right now in your life. I want you to come and just stand right here. You need a double portion right now. You, you say, God, I lost it. I need that fire right back in my life. I need it. I need it, God. Oh, God, I need your spirit to lead me. I need, I need you to take me somewhere, God. Those that are right here, you, I want you to look at me right now. We're going to pray for you. But all we can do, all the ministers can do, all we can do is just lay hands on you. You have to exercise that gift. You have to pray in that other language. You have to be able to speak and know that it's coming from God. And I want you to repeat after me. Say, Jesus. Oh, you got to sound louder than that. Say, Jesus. I thank you. For your promise that you will baptize me in the Holy Spirit and with the power. So right now, in the name of Jesus, Father, baptize me with the Holy Spirit overflowing over my life in Jesus name now I want you as the worship team begins to play I want you to just pray and seek God right now and those of you that are out there if you want to be on fire again and begin to have that Holy Spirit all over you again get out of your chair right now and come up to this place right now come on church let's get together as a body of believers right now and begin to reach the throne of heaven.